Hello and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson and I am your host. And today on episode 17, we're going to be talking about three mindset shifts to help you get your power back. By making daily self-care your norm, you can keep overwhelm and burnout out of your experience and still be driven and successful. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, welcome back to Soul Aligned Self-Care. And for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Tina Stinson. And once again, we are talking about three mindset shifts that you can take to get your power back today. So one of my most important passions is helping driven person like yourself make self-care a daily habit. And the reason why this is important to me is because I don't want anyone else to experience the level of burnout that I experienced in my life as a young mother. Like I said earlier, by making daily self-care a normal thing in your everyday life, you can keep overwhelm and burnout out of your experience and still be driven and successful. So I'm going to share my three mindset shifts that I've made in my life that have been life-changing to me. And I'll tell you different experiences that I've had with them and how much of a difference they've made. So let's get started. Number one, when you practice self-care, it gives you the power to put your best self into the world. Well, that's pretty obvious, right? But why doesn't anybody do this? I, you know, I don't really understand why. It's kind of like all those things that we know we're supposed to be doing, like exercising and eating healthy, but we don't do them anyway. Um, But what happened in my life was that because I wasn't taking care of myself, I had like a major health event. So it's really common belief that self-care is just selfish and that it should only be done when you have extra time or maybe after you worked a ton, right? And we actually kind of praise people for working more. And sometimes people even brag about the amount that they work and about the amount of sleep they don't get. And this is just not the norm and it needs to change because it doesn't really work in your favor long-term. It's just completely false that you need to work hard in order to, t- to deserve self-care, in order to deserve to be treated at the highest level. It's so untrue. So think about a person, think about the person that you would put forward when you're not rested. Okay. Think about the type of person that you are. Everybody's different. So sometimes you can be cranky. Um, I know I can be cranky sometimes when I'm really, really tired. Um, I need my sleep. You might not have a clear mind. You not might not be able to like make good decisions because your mind isn't clear and you're not rested. You just don't feel good. You feel kind of off, right? You don't have that energy. And sometimes you might make a lot of mistakes if you're really tired or stressed. 
these are just some of the things that can happen when you're not rested. You can also get sick more. And if you get sick more, you lose time. You lose time out of your business. You lose time with friends and family. You lose time um, from work. You know, so sometimes some people even lose pay when they don't take care of themselves. Lastly, when we are stressed and tired in that state for a really long period of time, it can create chronic illness. And this is just us not putting our best self into the world. When we take care of ourselves on the daily, we do not only feel better, but we're sharper. We make better decisions. We're in a better mood. We have more energy and we know we're doing our best. We know that we're putting our best self forward. It makes a huge difference. Another thing that naturally happens when we take care of ourselves at a high level is that we show all the people around us how we want to be treated. Like when we're treating ourselves the way we deserve to be treated, all of us, everybody else looks at us and says, this is, this is her, this is her boundary. She, she refuses to be treated any less than this. We show the people the boundaries of what is acceptable to us in our lives by how we treat ourselves. So when you do this for yourself, you're automatically showing every, the world, everybody else, how you want to be treated. So if you're feeling like people are walking all over you and not treating you well, it's a sure sign that you need to set some boundaries and really um, boundaries are the foundation of self-care. I say that all the time. I believe that to be true. If you don't have boundaries or you don't know how to set boundaries, it's really hard to do daily self-care and have it make a big difference in your life. So you actually get treated better. And the way this showed up in my life, and a lot of you already know this story, was that when I was 39, I had a stroke. I was not taking care of myself. Um, I was um, the award-winning people pleaser. I That was just, that's what I did. I didn't know any other way. I worked very hard. I was a single mom. I had three kids. I was working a high-stress sales job, uh, selling real estate, and I... I just never rested. And I really thought I was okay because, you know, I was in my thirties and I was in the best shape of my life because what the, the way I handled stress was working out. And what I learned now, what I know now is that, uh, yes, um, working out can relieve certain types of stress, but when you're not rested and you have, you're under long-term stress, actually working out excessively adds more stress to your body. It actually makes it worse. Isn't that crazy? But yes, I was in the best shape of my life. I ate pretty good back then, but not perfect. I did not drink at all. And so I was in really good shape, but I still had a stroke because I was not taking care of myself. And that's what I mean, how it can show up. It can manifest into your life in so many different ways, in, in like some kind of a chronic health problem, high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, uh, panic attacks, uh, autoimmune diseases, you know, high I said high blood pressure already. Stroke, obviously, in my case. So that's how it showed up in myself. So I knew that I had to change things. And it was it was a journey for me. And I would never change the experience I had because it made me the person I am today. And people say that all the time. It sounds crazy. But it's really, it's really true. I don't know whether I would have learned this lesson at such a young age if I didn't go through what I went through. I had no choice. I was forced to take care of myself in order to stay alive. I didn't really have a choice. And I had, I had young children. So my thought process was I have to be around for these kids. They have nobody else. They need me. And so I felt like it was my responsibility to take care of myself at the highest level, which took years. It took years for me to create. Now I have all these methods that I teach 
this is this is the love that I give back to the world for being able to be alive because I don't want everybody else to spend 10 years figuring it out. I have all these different methods. And so these mindset shifts are like necessary. You need to understand that self-care is, is not, you know, a luxury. It's a priority in order. And you might not be feeling it now, but it will manifest. If you don't take care of yourself, it'll manifest at some point. Sometimes it takes a long time. Like with me, I was 39. Um, but, uh, it will show up. It will show up. So, that is the first mindset shift that I had to make in order to um, keep myself alive, really. So sometimes when you have no choice, you learn the big, the best, biggest lessons that you need to share with the world, right? So start shifting your mindset to when I take care of myself, I get to put the best version of myself into the world. And isn't that what we all want? We don't want to like half-ass everything, right? I was half-assing everything at the time too. I was doing way too much. I just felt like everything was half-assed and it was so stressful to me because I wasn't like a half-ass kind of person, but I turned into a half-ass person because I didn't know that there was another way to do it, right? So that's what we want. We want to put the best version of ourselves into the world. In order to do that, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to be able to put ourselves first so that we can take care of everyone at the highest level. Let's move on to number two. When I declutter and create space, new things and experiences have room to come into my life. I love decluttering. It's just like a passion of mine. And uh, I declutter three different areas. I declutter the mind, the space, and the processes. So taking the time to keep your mind, your space, and your processes decluttered a little bit every day automatically makes room for the new things that you want. Like say you want a new car, a job, a partner. Um, it could be anything. You want a vacation. You want more rest. You want to uh, start a new career. You want to start a business, whatever it is. When you learn to declutter the mind from stress, you can work smoother and more in flow. When you learn to declutter your space, you create room for more of those material things to come into your life. When you declutter the process in which you do things, how you work, you reduce stress and you also reduce the time it takes to do things. So you create more time and space for yourself. So how amazing is that, right? Just from decluttering. So if you've been wanting to manifest something into your life and it's just not coming, keep in mind that there might not be space for it right now. You have to create that space. And I'm going to share with you one of the funniest, but it's like such a big deal to me, but like an example of decluttering space and processes at the same time. So at the end of the day, I hate doing dishes. I absolutely hate it. If I ever hire anyone to do any type of work in my house, it'll be dishes. Seriously, I hate it so much. And so at the end of the day, when I'm tired, I don't want to do it. But something I hate even more is waking up with dishes in the sink. I hate it. It almost like puts me in a bad mood in the morning. And so what I've learned is no matter how much I don't want to do it, no matter how tired I am, I need to do the dishes before I go to bed because I don't want to wake up and look at mess. I hate waking up to a mess. It changes the way I approach my day. It changes the way I'm starting my day. It changes my mood, right? So this one little shift that I made, which was to wash the dishes, make sure the kitchen's clean, and then I set the coffee pot up. So all I have to do is press a button in the morning, makes me feel like 
like I have like a personal maid that's doing everything for me. Even though I did it myself, I did it the night before. So it just doesn't feel like it. I just walk into the kitchen, everything's clean. I press a button and in five minutes, I have my favorite beverage in my hand, coffee. And I usually go back to bed and drink coffee while I read in bed. It's my favorite thing to do. It's part of my every single morning. And if I don't get to do it, I'm cranky. So this one change changes my mood the way I, it changes the way I start my day. Instead of starting my day feeling stressed or just like bummed that I have to look at that or wait for that, cleaning out the coffee pot in the morning, getting it ready. Like I just hate doing that. Instead of starting my day that way, all I do is very seamlessly wake up and I walk into the kitchen. Everything looks perfect. And I press the button and I have coffee in a few minutes. I absolutely, it's, it's, life-changing for me. So as you could say, I changed, I decluttered by cleaning the space and keeping that open so everything can flow and I feel better. And then I decluttered a process. I decluttered my morning process, making it easier for me to get a cup of coffee in my mouth as soon as possible. So instead of having to wash dishes and then clean the coffee pot and then get the coffee ready, I just walk into the kitchen and press a button. So I decluttered my space and I decluttered a process. So when you declutter a process in which you do things, what you're doing is removing all barriers that slow it down and make it harder. So you're just trying to make it easier for you to go through the process of whatever it is you want to do, whether that be getting your kids ready for school, getting yourself ready in the morning, um, getting your workout in, how you cook dinner, how you do all those things is a process. And decluttering that makes things flow better. When things flow better, you have more time you have more space, and you feel better, less stress, less anxiety. So decluttering creates so much, um, what's the word? I don't know, happiness. That's why I love it so much. So another funny story, um, a, a decluttering method that a lot of people don't think of is old contacts. So like I said, I used to sell real estate and I had all the old real estate contacts in my phone, people that I haven't talked to in ages. Also in my email, I had folders upon folders of, you know, house paperwork and closings and all kinds of stuff like that, which I only have to keep for three years legally, and then I can get rid of it. So very recently I went through my phone. I deleted pretty much all contacts, real estate real estate wise, not all, because some people were our friends maybe that I talked to, but most of them, like every time I would come in contact with a person that was interested in one of my properties, I would pro, like if they called me, I would ask them their name, obviously, and I would program them into my phone. I would say, this is Dan who's interested in one, two, three Apple street, right? So I had all those contacts in my phone getting rid of all of that stuff created the space for my new business to flourish, right? It just, it just, I can't even explain to you the feeling you have to experience it yourself. And then deleting all the folders in my email, not having to look at that every day. I never liked selling real estate. So it also had like this negative um, energy to it right? So I got rid of all that negative energy. I don't have to look at any of those people on my phone anymore that I will never speak to Dan from Apple Street ever again, right? So um, like, it's just such a relief. You're creating all that space for the new clients and the new um, business to come in. And so that's another way. And then the funniest way of decluttering that I found was very 
also clearing a lot of negative energy, like getting rid of the furniture I had from my first marriage and that had a lot of like negative energy and negative memories. And it was really nice furniture. So I didn't get rid of it. I kept it for a really long time. Then when I finally sold it, I was like, holy shit, I wish I did that sooner. And then after that, when I realized that every, like everything I could possibly get rid of that had that negative energy from any type of negative relationship, whether it be a romantic relationship or a friendship, I just got rid of it. And I can't even tell you how good it felt. It just makes space for the new. Like if you're looking for a new partner, a new relationship, make space for it. Get rid of all that old shit. So those are three different stories about decluttering that um, I was, I'm always amazed. Like even though I know decluttering is life-changing, I'm always amazed at how good it makes me feel every single time. So the new mindset starts shifting to when I clean out the old, I make room for the new. Very simple. It's a really simple mindset shift and so life-changing for me. This is is a big one for me. Number three, be you. Be yourself. It's so much easier. When we're working hard to reach our goals and dreams, we might think we have to fit into some kind of a mold. We might think we need to talk a certain way, look a certain way, um, say certain things. You know, maybe you think you have to have like this specific look to you. You also might think you need to do the same things as another person in order to be successful as they are. You might think you need to take the same steps. Maybe you think you need more education, more certifications. You're not ready yet. Maybe that you, maybe you just think you need to be different, right? But the truth is you just need to tune into your true self and embrace yourself for who you are right in that moment. Pay attention to how something feels in your gut. So when you're going to do something in your life, right, or when you're going to, you know, go after a goal or a dream, pay attention to how it makes you feel, right? This is how you know you're on the right path, when it feels good, when it feels right. It might make you nervous, but there's a good nervous and then there's a bad nervous. So you really have to tune in. Does it make you, like, lean forward and feel good even though you're nervous? Or does it make you, like... Uh, lean back, protect yourself, make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. What kind of a nervous is it? Now, remember, when you're trying to act or be a certain way, it's hard work. I don't know about you, but I don't want to try to be anyone else. I just want to be 100% me. It's so much freaking easier. What happens when you work so hard to keep everybody else happy? You don't want to say anything to upset anybody. You don't want people to judge you. Uh, when you're doing all that work to make everybody else happy, um, the one person who's never happy is yourself. You know, you're not honoring yourself. So you'll never be happy if you're a people pleaser. And I know this personally because I, like I said, I was an award-winning people pleaser all throughout my 20s and most of my 30s. Okay. So when you're always true to yourself, it's less work. It's less stressful. You don't have to remember how to act or how to be around a certain person. You don't have to remember how to say something. You're just being you. And when you're being you, the right people will be drawn to you. The the right people that should be in your life will be drawn to you. And then the other people will fall away. It won't be like some big dramatic thing usually. It's usually just 
the right people are drawn to you and the other people are just pulled away and it's very it happens very naturally and i think it's wonderful it feels really good when you're always true to yourself remember it's less work now doesn't that just sound so easy so simple so wonderful just so much freaking better doesn't that just sound like you can like exhale and let that like weight off your shoulders of trying to act a certain way oh my god it's just life-changing, life-changing for me. So um, my story with this is, like I said, I was a people pleaser all the time. I just did everything to make people happy. And one of the biggest things I had to learn to do is to set boundaries, like learn to say no. And I, I was doing a lot of things that were not aligned with my true self, tons of things. I was selling real estate. I hated it, hated it. But another thing that happened because I was self-employed and because I was selling real estate that when it come came to like shuffling kids around, you know, to after school activities, a lot of the parents took advantage of me and I didn't know how to say no because I felt like it was the kid. Like I felt like I was saying no to the kid and not the parents. And so I spent a ton of time shuffling other people's kids around with not so much as a thank you or an acknowledgement from these parents. It's almost like they didn't really even care who was shuffling their kids around. Like they didn't even really know me, you know, and I had no idea what they were thinking, but I had all this anger and resentment towards them. But really, was it them that I should be angry with? Because I was doing it without any complaints, without even talking to them, I was doing it. So how did they know that I wasn't just absolutely full of joy driving their kids around? It wasn't their fault. It was mine. I had to set the boundary. So that was a big lesson um, for me with dealing with some of the parents at school. Um, you know, meanwhile, these, these, these were two, um, two parent households. I was a single parent household. So I was on top of being by myself, I was doing this and losing this time away from work. So it was, it was a, it was a big lesson for myself. I, I treated myself like a, a victim for a long time. Like, oh, poor me, these people are taking advantage of me, but it's more like you, you have to take responsibility for your own actions and you have to say, I'm going to set a boundary and I'm not going to let these people take advantage of me. I'm not going to let them steal my time and steal my energy. I have to set this boundary. This is my job and my job only. And so start shifting to success comes easy when I'm aligned with my true self. And so, like I said earlier, check in with yourself, see how it feels. The more you practice this, the more you check in with yourself, the more it'll start happening, happening naturally. And I'm at a point in my life that I can't do something I don't want to do. It's so hard for me because it's so not aligned and I feel it in my bones. And if I, if I end up doing something that I'm not aligned with, I am so miserable. It's just so obvious. So that's how I know that I kind of mastered this mindset shift because I, my body automatically tells me immediately if it's not aligned, I don't even have to ask the question. So those are the three shifts that I had to make in order to start take better care of myself, in order for me not to let myself get burnt out again, stressed, right? I had to protect myself. I had no choice. This is what I had to do to live, basically. So these things worked 
really good for me. It took me a little while to master it. You have to constantly call yourself out, but that's what mindset shifts are all about. It doesn't happen like once. You just don't, you don't do it just like once and then magically everything's changed. It's, it's a constant awareness of what you're thinking and doing and calling yourself out and shifting. That's why it's called a shift. Okay. So the three shifts, when you practice, number one, when you practice self-care, it gives you the power to put your best self into the world. Number two, when I declutter and create space, new things, experiences have room to come into my life. And number three, be you. It's just so much easier. Um, so these are the three mindset shifts that you can, you could take in order to be driven and successful without the overwhelm and burnout. So that sounds like a better path to me. I don't know about you, but it sounds better. Nobody wants to be on the edge of burnout constantly. I lived there for, I swear I lived there for at least five to 10 years, like on the edge fight or flight. I was, I was in fight or flight all the time on the edge of just collapse. <laughs> That's how I lived. But I, I, I don't want that for anybody else, and that's why I do this. So if you'd like to go deeper and start to master this stuff, I have got something exciting coming up, and I'm so excited to share this with you. I believe I talked about it a little bit last week, or I might have talked about it on one of my Facebook Lives in my group. I, have a, I also have a group called Soul Aligned Self-Care on Facebook. So if you're interested, I, I believe I put the link in the show notes. If I, I'll put the link in the show notes, just in case you're a Facebook person, you could join me there. But this new program, it's called the Reset and Thrive Epic Year Boot Camp. And so what I do is I take you through the whole Get Unstuck series with one-on-one private sessions. And you'll also have access to my foundational deep level self-care boot camp, Aligned and Worthy, which is has 11 lessons in there. Um, teaching you different ways to take care of yourself at the highest level, like I've talked about today. Um, And then to start your new year with like power, we'll do a private Epic Year planning session. And in that session, I help you plan out your year, set big goals and dreams. And then we get rid of some of those limiting beliefs and those blocks and make those mindset shifts that we need to make in order to achieve those goals. And so it's just a really cool thing. Now, what you need to know that makes this this um, this boot camp so freaking powerful is that when you sign up and you get access to, like I said, my foundational program, Aligned and Worthy, you also have access to that for 12 months. And in that 12 months, there's 12 group coaching calls every month on a different topic that's within the program. So you get coaching all year long for 12 months. You not only get eight private sessions, one epic year planning session, but you also get 12 group coaching sessions. So you get a lot of coaching because I want you to have exactly what I call the program, an epic year. I want you to have an epic year. And as a bonus, we're going to also do a fun vision board hot cocoa party because I love doing vision boards and just to like take it to a whole new level. So I'll help you reset your mindset, get unstuck, step into your purpose, plan your epic year, and thrive and flow throughout the whole year. So I would love to have you. Um, I'll put the links in the show notes. So if you want to join me, there's going to be limited spaces because it's a lot of private calls. Um, 
So if you're interested, get in right away. There'll be two links. There'll be a link for paid in full, and there'll be a link for a monthly payment plan that you can pay for throughout the whole year while you're getting your monthly coaching sessions. So pretty cool, right? I'm excited about this one. I'm so excited about doing this with you guys, and I look forward to planning your epic year. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to put these mindset shifts into action. Take action. That's the key. And remember to always add daily self-care into your everyday life. I will see you next week. Love you. Bye.